Hello and welcome to Culture in Between, a podcast about the unique experiences of growing up in a culture that is different from your parents' culture. So we are uh, Alyssa and Brianna, Hello. and we are your hosts, and we are so excited to welcome our first guest. Uh, her name is Ashley, and she grew up with an Australian parent, and we are just going to talk a little bit about Australian culture and um, how growing up with an Australian dad has uh, affected her life. Uh, so welcome to the show, Ashley. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yes. So yeah. let's start right away with um, just can you tell us where exactly in Australia your dad is from and where did you grow up? Uh, so my dad is from Canberra, which um, I think is about five hours from Sydney, I think. Um, and I grew up in Portland, Oregon. So, yeah. Wow. Okay. And we don't often hear of Australian immigrants to coming to America. Um, you know, I feel like a lot of Americans know about Australia only through like movies and TV shows. And not a lot of us have really met an actual Australian person in real life. So, um, can you tell us how your dad, how and why, I guess, your dad came to the U.S.? So my dad, uh, when he was about 21, uh, he was an electrician on a ship. Um, he also did YWAM, which, which is a youth with a mission. So um, I think he had gone down to Mexico for a little bit on a missions trip and um, at some point ended up uh, going to Portland. And my mom, uh, her friend, had asked her to go down to the docks to, you know, meet the sailors. And so <laughs> they met. Uh, I think they wrote letters for about a year to each other, and then he ended up moving here to get married and stayed. Wow. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so love kept him around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, growing up with someone, with a parent from a different culture, and then another parent from, I guess in your case, the same culture, you're still kind of between cultures in a way, yeah, because you, even though you grow up in this culture and you also have a parent that's from that culture, you still have this this whole other side of you. So uh, do you feel, um, do you ever feel like you're not like fully um, of the American culture because you, you are, are tied to that Australian culture? Like what was that like, I guess, growing up, um, kind of having those two cultures in your household? Growing up, I think I really identified mostly as an Australian. Oh, um, I was really close to my dad. I still am really close to my dad. So I think that was something that was so deeply special to me that I could share with him um, that was different than, you know, outside of my family, the people around us. Um, so also, you know, it's just kind of unique. And mm -hmm. um, I really enjoyed that. Um, so yeah, I think growing up, I really uh, called myself an Australian, uh, wished I'd lived there all the time. Mm -hmm. um, That's I really did. unique. That's yeah. not what I expected, actually. Yeah, yeah, I did not expect that. So. <laughs> um, and I think my, I don't feel like i grew up in a household that was American and Australian because I think my mom really just let that culture kind of be our home mm. um, as much as we brought it in. I mean, we did Australia Day. My mom had Australian cookbooks. Um, outside of that, I don't know that there was anything like super particularly mm -hmm. Australian, but um, I really latched on to that yeah, side of it, my family. It seems like your your mother also like really latched on to the, to the culture as well and like really adopted it as her own. Um, can you explain to people who 
maybe don't know, like what is Australia Day and, and, and like what, what, what is that? What do you typically do on, on that day? Um, so Australia Day, um, usually there's a big barbecue with lamb um, and mint jelly and pavlovas and um, a whole bunch of food. And it's just a day we get together and celebrate. And honestly, I am a terrible Australian because I don't <laughs> actually remember what Australia Day is. I know it's been explained to me a dozen times no and it's in one ear out the other. But I know it's fun and important <laughs> and we yeah. do watch the Australia Day um commercials for uh-huh. lamb uh every year there's a new one and yes. it's great so i will say uh this is a little personal anecdote is that uh ashley very kindly invited uh, my husband and i over for australia day one time and i think i, I do remember watching those commercials <laughs> and, and and she has made us pavlova before it's very very good very sweet yeah so it's it's a, it's a fun experience definitely i appreciate you uh, sharing that with us so yeah, and for anyone who has never seen Pavlova, um, I don't even know if I'm saying that right, but for yeah. anyone who's never seen it, uh, we did have another guest at the party who called it a fruit pizza. Yeah. <laughs> so that is um, a good kind visual. of a good visual yeah. of, of it. Yeah. Um, great. Well, that's, yeah, that's really fascinating that you identified so strongly with, with your dad's culture um, in that way that you thought of yourself as actually Australian more than American. Um has that changed over time? Do you feel any less tied to Australia now or or no? Um, I think a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would still, like, I'm still very proud of my Australian side. Um, I think I've accepted the fact that I am mostly American. <laughs> I live here. My husband is very patriotic and I love him for it. Um, I do try, though, to still um, expose my kids to our Australian culture. I try to remind them that we have family over there, that their uh, big papa is what we call my dad, is from Australia. Um, and I think as they get older, you know, trying to explain Anzac Day and um, create more dishes in our home that are Australian um, and hopefully one day get them over there to meet the rest of the family. It's been our goal for about five years. Yeah. How much uh, family do you still have in Australia? Actually, uh, So I have my Nana. I have my Aunt Vicky and my Uncle Craig and their family. Um, I think my cousin Troy doesn't live in Australia. He travels quite a bit. Um, I don't keep in touch with my cousins as much as I'd like. Um, I think as much as we love each other, we were never like super close. Mm-hmm. We were when we were together and then when we didn't really keep in touch when we were apart. So hopefully next time I see them, it won't be weird. <laughs> it still be family. Nice. Yeah. So how many times have you visited Australia and what were those experiences like, especially when you were younger? I think when I was younger, um, we definitely went quite a bit. My mom was a flight attendant, so we were able to travel back and forth um, pretty frequently, which was amazing. And just we were so lucky for that. Um, My cousins would make fun of me for being American. They would not think I was Australian at all, which was fair (laughs) (laughs) rude but fair and um I think once my aunt Vicky and my nana did come to the states and that was really fun for us but um yeah going over there was just amazing it to me it really felt like home and um it just um you know just so different than being here the vibe the culture um the landscape of course is very different uh being on the beach is amazing 
and uh yeah i really do miss it <laughs> yeah what's the flight like okay so from oregon how how yeah. how long of a flight is that to put, or so, I don't know how, the, how it breaks up you would yeah. have to in my experience and i'm pretty sure it hasn't changed you'll have to fly from oregon to either la or san francisco i think we usually went through san francisco um and then from there go to australia so i think it's about hour and a half two hours down to california and then 17 hours over okay. two mm-hmm. uh, and we i don't know but we always ended up in business class which was really oh, nice oh, okay yeah, that is nice. Um, hey, hey, remember, that's great for a long distance yeah, <laughs> yeah i remember my mom would always make us wear our sunday best and say you ah. need to behave so they'll put us in business <laughs> class because i think we always went on standby that was um the because she was a flight attendant right. uh we were on standby and uh yeah we would try to sit very well behaved and um, in our nice little dresses. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I think that that holds up because I had a, a friend of mine whose uh, mother was also a flight attendant, I believe. Yeah, she used to wait on standby yeah. a lot. Um, so did you ever live in Australia for any period of time? I, um, I lived there when I was in college for only about eight months. I got to college late and then I left and I never went back, <laughs> which was not my plan. Um. So I went to the School of Ministry um, at Oxford Falls, which is connected to our church, uh, Christian City Church. And I went for their um, acting course, and it was fun, and it was amazing, and I loved the whole experience. Um, But I was very, very broke. And um, the school term ended, I believe, in December. So my mom was like, we're bringing you home from Christmas. I'm like, please don't bring me home for Christmas. I cannot afford to come back. <laughs> right. And, uh, but they did it anyways. And I ended up um, starting a relationship with my husband and married him and did not go back. Mm. So. What was your uh, experience like when you were there? Did you, did you I know you, before you visited a lot, but uh, living there, was it, did it kind of uh, live up to what you hoped it would or do you, do you miss it? I do miss it. Um, I think it did meet my expectations more or less. I think, you know, I was about 19 mm-hmm. when I moved there and I, I was living with my sister, but she traveled a lot and she was kind of out of the house quite a bit. So I was kind of living on my own. Um, and I think for anyone who goes off on their college experience, you know, it's just so, so much going on and so many exciting new things and you're on your own. So yeah. I th- I feel like that overlapped quite a bit of the experience of actually living there for the first time. But um, I did miss, I do miss um, getting to just hop on a bus and go to the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to go down to um, Darling Harbor and take a ferry to Manly Wharf and do just walk around all over the place and do shopping and uh, get to eat at my favorite restaurants. That's uh, awesome. I think my favorite thing too was um, because I only took the bus, was <laughs> taking the bus down um, to Mona Vale, which is about where I lived. And there was a chip shop, and I would get sandwich bread, ketchup, and chips, which French fries. <laughs> and I would go home and make a chip sandwich. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, yeah, okay. So it sounds like it's a very – because I assume you didn't have a car. It sounds like you said – okay. Yeah. But it's it's a it's a, a place where you, you can take the bus, I guess, or public transit. I feel like the public transportation was um, really easy, mm-hmm. especially as a student. It was like really cheap for us. So awesome, yeah. And I, I didn't ever thought. I guess yeah. If you're going there at 19, you're kind of you know on your own for the first time, figuring all that out. That that makes sense. That maybe you know 
yeah, that, that's a lot as well. Cause I know yeah. when I was going off to college and I mean, I just went to Nashville, Tennessee for school and I felt like, <laughs> oh my gosh, what am I doing? So I can only imagine if, you know, going <laughs> to a different sure. country, even if you are familiar with it in somewhat, um, does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And were you living in the same city as like where your dad's family is from or were you in a different city? Uh, so my dad's family, a lot of them still live in Canberra and my Nana at the time was living in Aladella, which was quite a ways from where I was. I was in Sydney. Um, so the only family I really had close to me, like I said, was my sister, my older mm-hmm. sister, but, um, we just didn't really see each other as much as you think <laughs> for people who live together. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, that's, that's really great that you had that experience, yeah. even if it was just for eight months. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's really cool. Uh, so I wanted to kind of go back to when you were younger. Um, so as I said, you know, I feel like Australia is kind of one of those fascinating countries for Americans. So when you were growing up and you told people that your dad was from Australia, what was their reaction? Um, as kids, most people would ask me to say banana, oh my gosh, really? <laughs> like immediately. <laughs> um, but I wouldn't because one, that's embarrassing. And two, I'm like, I don't, I don't think my accent's that strong. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I think I, I can tell in like for myself, I know which words come out mm-hmm. with an Australian accent and which ones don't. And banana is not one of them. <laughs> right. So, so um, and I think as I got older though, it comes up in conversation. Um, my husband swears up and down that he does not hear my accent, but other people do. Mm. Uh, so they'll ask me where I'm from and I'll kind of hesitantly mention Australia because the first <laughs> thing they'll say is, oh, I've always wanted to go. And I'm like, well, you should. <laughs> There's no reason not yeah. to, except for how much it costs to get there. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think I'm, I'm proud of it to be Australian and I don't mind having the conversation, but it is, for me, it's almost embarrassing because like, I think you've mentioned, I don't feel like I fit in one category. I'm not really, Mm -hmm. I'm not Australian enough to be Australian. I'm not American enough to be American. Yes. Yes. In between. That is Mm -hmm. what this podcast is about because we feel the same way. Yeah. It's so funny that like you mentioned that some people hear accent and some don't. Cause like, I, I, I I think I knew, I knew you before. uh, um, So just for people who know, Ashley and I, used to go to church together and, and like, I think I met you first and I didn't actually catch on to the accent. We had, I think, gone out to eat lunch and all these things plenty of times. So, uh, when my then boyfriend had come up to visit, uh, uh, he was like, Oh, I think she's, is she Australian? And and I was like, Oh, I don't know. <laughs> like, I was like, I've been around her so many times, but, uh, my, my husband was able to like recognize like off the bat, I think that, that you had that accent. So I think that's kind of interesting that uh, some people are able to pick up on it so easily and then others can. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. I think for me, um, and m- maybe you can say, speak to this too. Like it sounds for me, I think I heard you, you said certain words that we don't say as like chips, you know, it, that, that <laughs> seems like a very natural, like in your vocabulary. Um, so I feel like that's more what would give it away for me. Uh, have you found that you use like, you know, certain Australianisms um in your like everyday language um I guess um a little bit I think um 
Definitely when I had moved back from Australia, I think there were a lot of words that I'd picked up that were such natural conversation for me that when I came back, I'm like, that's not a word people use here. Um, I don't think so much now, like I said, especially I don't live near my dad anymore. So having conversations with him, he's I'm not hearing that Australian slang as much as I probably did living at home. So I do feel like I've lost that a bit, which bums me out, mm-hmm. but... I just think that's really cool that you picked it up in the first place. Yeah. Because, um, like, yeah. you know, our, our parents have, th- th- well, I don't really hear their Jamaican accents that much, but As that's, much, yeah. yeah, but I have friends and who tell me that it's very strong, but like, and we didn't pick up anything, um, but maybe some uh, incorrect pronunciations. I did learn that in college <laughs> that I say certain yeah. things kind of uh, incorrectly, but other than that, yeah. So th- I think that's really neat that you uh, even picked up a little bit of an accent in the first place. So, yeah. 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 Um, Okay, so I believe you mentioned having siblings. Uh, do you feel like your siblings feel the same way about y- your Australian culture as you do? Do they feel as tied to Australia as as you do? I think so. Um, I mean, at one point or another, each one of us has lived there. So um, I think we do all individually identify as Australian citizens. We do have dual citizenship, which is really fun and easy for traveling. Um, so I think for my brother, though, specifically, he really identifies with the Scottish side of our family, which I am not super familiar with. I know my granddad is from Scotland. Um, whereabouts, I couldn't tell you, but Preston has found our family crest. I think he's found a castle. Um, oh, <laughs> he's wow. done a lot of research into uh, the Scottish side of our family, which is awesome. We've all dreamt of going there and trying to find some of our family. We, I think we have some distant relatives still over there. Wow. Cool. Um, that my Nana may or may not be in touch with. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, so we have, there, all of us do identify as Australian, mostly in a small part of me, Scottish. <laughs> but not enough that I would really announce that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that you call your grandma Nana. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> And with the the dual citizenship, is that something that you all have always had? And is that also something that your kids could have as well? Yes, I believe my kids can get it. Um, We all got our dual citizenship, I believe, about the time my twin sister and I turned 18. I think um, it's possibly when Chelsea was moving. Um, She got her her dual citizenship, so we all got ours. Fun fact about that, when I did get my dual citizenship, my name was written differently on my birth certificate as every other document in my life. Oh, my gosh. Um, I think on my birth birth certificate, it was spelled E-Y, but everything else was E-I-G-H because that Mm. is the Australian spelling. Oh, Um, okay. So, and the Australian government was the only one to flag it, so I got denied. Oh, no. (laughs) I had to legally change the spelling of my name. And then reapply for my passport. So, wow. Okay. Oh that was my fun. Gosh. I did not know that was the Australian spelling. Me yeah. either. Okay. Because I don't see Ashley spelled that way very often. Um, so uh, that's interesting. Okay. Interesting. The more you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've always wondered why there are multiple spellings of Ashley, but the, yeah, now that, <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. I think wow. technically the EY spelling is a boy's name or considered oh, a boy's really? name. Really? Okay. Very interesting. Um, and you kind of touched on this earlier, but uh, you know, you mentioned you have kids now, and 
you try to make sure that they're still kind of connected to your Australian culture. Um, so can you maybe talk about that a little bit more? Um, how have you uh, passed down some of what you were raised with as far as Australian culture to your kids? And um, has it affected how you raise your kids too? Um, do you feel like you maybe your kids are being raised a different way than maybe like a typical American parent would raise them? That's a good question. Um, I think, like I said, I feel like there was just such a natural Australian culture that my dad brought into our home that I wouldn't really know the difference as far as like being raised in an American home versus a multicultural home. Um, but I do think for my kids, like I said, it's very important to me that they understand like where we came from. And I think for me, I've always cared very deeply about my own history and where I've come from and the people that came before me. So that was always important to me to pass on to my kids, even um, before I was married. Um, like I've said, I've tried to mention to them, you know, we're from Australia, my family's there and uh, we'll take you guys someday. I try to point out things that are specific to Australia. Um, we do still try to have Australia Day at home. And yeah, and then my my husband actually, his side, his mom's side of the family is uh, Hispanic. We're not sure Spain or Mexico. <laughs> uh, his grandma will not give us a straight answer. And I've wanted so desperately for her or his mom to do an ancestry yeah. or whatever the yeah, DNA yeah, tests are yeah. because it's important to me, but it's not just me. So I want them to know yeah. where they come from on their yeah. dad's side too. Um, but if you ask him, he is just American. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, you know, yeah. Not everyone's as tied to <laughs> the, the cultural like background. 20, was it 23 and me? Is that 23 and me. There's, yes, there's also that and ancestry. That yeah. and ancestry. I don't yes. know what the yes. nuances are between the two, but yeah. Um, yeah. yeah those, are, those are the two main ones I know, I'm aware of. Yeah. Maybe yeah. in later in life, they'll like choose to do it on their own kind of, and they'll be curious about it. Um, so yeah. So have, do you feel like your kids understand I mean your kids are very young so do you feel like they kind of are understanding um kind of what you're trying to teach them as far as with Australia Day and with the Australian culture at all are they interested in it what yeah what are their reactions I think they don't quite grasp the depth of it yet I think my son Gary who is going on five uh, in a couple of weeks he'll be five he I think is almost understanding enough that I've like made it distinct enough that there is something special about that. Um, I think my favorite thing right now is uh, the show Bluey. I don't know if you've yes. heard of Bluey. I, I, I about keep this. hearing good things about it. Yeah. So that show on its own is amazing, but the okay. fact that it is Australian characters and I'm pretty oh, sure it's okay. set in Canberra. Um, there's this guy on Instagram who lives in Canberra and he's done like a walking tour uh, quote unquote and like shown you things that are similar in the show to things that are in Canberra. Mm, and okay. um, so I do try to watch that show with the kids. One, again, amazing show. So <laughs> funny. I'll watch it on my own sometimes. If I've had a really yeah. stressful day, I'll just put it on and watch it myself. Um, but in trying to use that to explain to my kids some of what is Australia and what's special about it and how that applies to them a little bit. Awesome. I've heard, okay, I've heard numerous times now yes. about Bluey. I know yeah. this is not a show about the show Bluey, but I'm so curious <laughs> because I've heard it's like just as much for adults as it is for kids. Like the humor in it, mm -hmm. I've heard is is pretty, is it, yeah, I guess like it's, I don't know, is, is it just like, I know how some uh, animated stuff will kind of make the jokes where it's like, 
adult enough so that parents get it, but like kids and like, is it kind of like that? Or is it like, what, what makes you kind of, I guess, like that kind of show? I think it's very whimsical. It's very <laughs> cute. Um, the ac- accents are fun to listen to. Um, but it does have a lot of, I think it really does cater to parents. A lot of people have said that Bluey is like a love letter to parents because mm. it really tackles um, the perspective of both kids and parents, okay. but in a, just a really nice and happy way. Yeah. Um, it's hard to explain yeah. if you haven't watched it, but as far as like parents go, it's not jokes that go over kids' heads as far as like crude or inappropriate, <laughs> mm-hmm. just relatable. Gotcha. And I think that's what means a lot to parents. Cool. And I like to watch it. There was an episode the other day I was watching and I actually told my husband, Brandon, how I really enjoyed it because something about that specific episode just reminded me of being in Australia and watching my dad and his brother interact. Um, so so that was really special. That's cool. I had no idea that it kind of had those vibes to it. So that's kind of neat that like, yeah, it's it's a good show in general. And then it also brings the Australian vibes. So that's pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah, that's so, and that's so nice that it brought that memory for you. That's so sweet. I love when (laughs) art kind of like, you know, gives you certain vibes and memories. That's Mm -hmm. great. Um, so I have some questions about, kind of just Australian culture in general? Because I feel like, I keep going back to this, but in the U.S., I feel like we have a lot of stereotypes and probably misconceptions about Australia. Um, I'm surprised that people would ask you to say banana because I feel like the (laughs) most common thing that you hear whenever someone's like, oh, do an Australian accent, they say like shrimp on the barbie and like all this stuff, you know? And so I can you speak to like some stereotypes and misconceptions yeah, and kind of um, things that you would like to be roll your eyes at? Yeah, yeah <laughs> you would like to clear up, I guess. <laughs> well, yes, that um, people will use that phrase almost immediately. <laughs> um, I refuse. I won't say it. I feel like my husband's probably it. done that when he's interacted with Ashley. <laughs> oh yes, I won't do it. I One, I would sound just as bad as anybody else trying to fake it. Um, and two, it's just not really a phrase I've actually heard people use in person. Um, he's debunked it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a joke that everything in Australia will kill you. Right. That's, yes, I have that. That's not untrue. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that one's true. That one's okay. true. Okay. So, it's like Mythbusters, but for Australian yeah, culture. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, the beaches are gorgeous. I don't think, nothing comes to mind that's not been like, somebody has asked me a question and I'm like, that's so far off base from reality. Because I think Australia, Australians themselves are pretty transparent people they're yeah. <laughs> pretty chill what you see is what you get um so i feel like a lot of the information you get as far as like a lot of things are deadly is true it's a beautiful place to live um and people are generally pretty relaxed um which i think is one thing i miss the most yeah mm-hmm. Th- that's what i've seen just in uh, like uh, interviews of, of like uh, australian either celebrities or like uh, athletes it's just they just seem so chill and laid back and yeah. it sounds like that maybe Holds true. I, I don't know. I think I, so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 They don't have the same like, uh, like live to work culture that we have in the U.S. I feel like as much. I don't know if that's that's true, but yeah. I just feel like here in the U.S. I feel like we're, we're stressed a lot, and they seem so much more relaxed. <laughs> it's a pretty slow pace. I yeah. think. Yeah, that's cool. Even in the city, I didn't feel like I was rushed just, to be yeah. anywhere. Yeah. That's, that's neat. Nice. That's kind of cool. Well, one uh, one thing I have heard just from like watching, you know, like, I don't know, like BuzzFeed videos where they kind of like 
um, debunk things about about different countries and stuff. Uh, Australia seem to get Australians seem to get kind of annoyed about the idea that they drink Fosters as well. <laughs> like, I don't oh, know. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think that was um, no. I don't know that I ever actually met anyone that drank Fosters. <laughs> um, I think it is like branded as Australia's beer, and I don't. That's not the case. I don't think I've ever seen anybody drink Fosters. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. Can you tell us about some uh, typical Australian foods? You kind so you, we kind of talked about the pavlova, and you said how you used to eat chips and a sandwich kind of thing, <laughs> which I that sounds very like Australian slash British to me. Um, so yeah, what are some like typical Australian foods? I guess. Um. So I guess yeah, chips. It's not like potato chips it's french fries but they're like steak fries they're Mm -hmm. just kind of thicker and seasoned really well um so yeah i would when i would go home i'd go to the shop and i'd get a nice hot bag of chips and a loaf of bread and um, some ketchup and make a little sandwich and uh, that would be one of my late night snacks um i'm trying to think lamb prawns um i think we were in Australia for Christmas once, and uh, we celebrated with a barbecue and prawns, um, mm-hmm. and that was delicious. It's because the seasons are opposite, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. 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 Barbecue, yeah. Christmas barbecue. Okay, I was like, yeah. wait, yeah. And I was like, oh yes, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, uh, my dad would uh, joke about having um, growing up with Santa in the full beard and Santa hat and swim trunks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we understand that from growing up in Miami too, but mm-hmm. yeah, but I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's different um, in Australia as well, being it being warm yeah. in, in wintertime. All right, so kind of piggybacking off the food conversation, I've heard a lot about Vegemite. Can you just tell me like what it is and do you like eating it? Okay, so as far as Vegemite goes, that is where I draw the line on my Australian citizenship. I do not like Vegemite. It's disgusting. It's I just can't, I can't even stand the smell of it. My dad will eat it. Um, I think primarily most people eat it on toast, a very thin layer. You don't go heavy on that. Um, A little butter and a little toast. I think my sister, uh, my twin sister actually eats it as well. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure she's had, she eats it occasionally. Um, How would you explain it? It's very salty. Um, What it is, I don't know. (laughs) It is brown, it is gooey, it is salty, and it is Pungent. Okay. Um, it's not so, aesthetically complete. Okay. I hmm. don't love it. Um, so it's a love it or hate it kind of thing, it, it seems like. Yeah. And I think you could get it at McDonald's. Um, in Australia, you can get it at McDonald's That's in amazing. small little packets like you would get ketchup. Um, I think I was in third grade maybe when we went on our trip where we were there for Christmas and we brought some back. And um, one of our fr- we passed it out. And, of course, it was the boys who were, like, super confident that they're going to try it. <laughs> And uh, be totally fine. And one friend who we were adamant just taste a little bit took a full scoop of it and um, immediately ran to the bathroom and threw up. So I don't recommend it as an Australian experience, but, um, you know, if you wanted to go for it, go for it. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. Um, So can you tell us about any like stories that your dad maybe told you about growing up in Australia? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I think, no, I think uh, my dad, I mean, he was a bit mischievous, so there's not a lot of stories I think he's been willing to tell. Okay. Fair, fair. Most of his stories do come from um, his traveling. 
But when we would drive from, like I said, we'd go to Ulladulla, um, where my Nana lived in this beautiful little pink house that if I remember right, my granddad and her built, Oh wow! Um, they had a banana tree in the backyard and, if you said uh, banana, it was normal. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um, and we drive from Aladella to Canberra and, um, you know, we take the same route and, um, there was Pooh's Corner. We'd be driving, um, this windy road and it's just nothing surrounds, just trees and like cliffside and whatnot. And there's this, um, little tucked away spot in the corner of the road that's just got a lot of Pooh bears. I don't know why, but it's Pooh's Corner. So we'd see that driving down. Um, there's a bakery, Braidwood Bakery. We would stop there every time and get um, some baked goods and treats. I actually talked to a friend of mine whose family is from Canberra, and he would drive down to Aladella, and they would stop at the same bakery. Actually, he was a friend of mine at college and one of the first people I met, and I think I had called my dad and I said, hey, I met this guy at college. He's really nice. And um, he, we found out that my dad and his dad were actually friends. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I think they were on the ship together. Oh, wow. Um, Okay. Oh, my gosh. And so that was crazy. Um, But, yeah, so he had the same kind of memories going down to Ulladulla as I would from coming from Ulladulla to Canberra. Um, And then dad would obviously point out. Um, tackle shops and places he used to go as a kid with his brother and sister. Nice. Oh, that's that's nice. cool. Yeah, that's really cool. I guess uh, to kind of start wrapping up, just some some basic questions. We'll start, there's a negative one and there's a positive. So <laughs> we'll start with the negative first. Uh, is there anything that you dislike about Australian culture at all? I think the only thing, and I hope I'm um, referencing this correctly, is they have this thing called like tall poppy syndrome, Mm. which um, they think if anybody's getting um, like somebody who just seems to be succeeding or feeling too good about themselves Mm. or something, they want to cut them down to size. Like everyone's Mm. on the same level. There's an even playing field. You don't get to feel that great about yourself, Um, which is kind of like I've heard the phrase and I would say living there you know, I had some very encouraging friends. Yes. Um, I had some wonderful people in my world living there, but I had seen that, um, kind of attitude from other people, um, towards people who were successful or feeling really good about themselves. Uh, so that's the thing. Um, outside of that though, nothing else really comes to mind that quickly. No, that's really fascinating. Yeah. That's yeah. That's really fascinating. And the one side, um, you know, it's, you know, it's good. It kind of breeds a sense of equality, I guess. But on the other hand, yeah, then you never get to feel good about your success. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I can see how that can be kind of a, a double-edged sword there. Um, and for, you know, the most positive part, what do you love the absolute most about Australia? Hmm. Hard to pick one. Mm-hmm. Um, you can pick more than one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it might sound cheesy, but far and above... The fact that I have family there, yeah. that um, is probably my favorite thing. Next to that, you know, just the kind of laid back culture, the relaxed vibes. They easy, it's easy to talk to people that you just meet. Um, it's very friendly, but in a different way. Like I grew up in Oregon and they're very friendly people. And the South is pretty friendly, but Australia just had a very different way of being friendly, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
like everyone's included. Um, and you don't have to wait for an invitation to a party. You just kind of assume you're invited. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do miss that a lot. I feel like it was easy to meet people over there. Uh, and the beaches. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll always miss the beaches. Yeah, great. All right. I think, you know, I think that's most of what we, we wanted to kind of talk about. Do you have any other questions, Melissa? No, I don't think so. Um, I just want to thank you so much for like, yeah, you know, being willing to open up. This. Like I, I just learned some, yeah, it's really cool to hear the beginnings of your dad and, and yeah, and how that's really like, I don't know, didn't, didn't pass down to you and, and had such a large impact on, on you and your life. So yeah, thank you so much for, for just being willing to share your story with us. Oh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you so much to Ashley for taking the time for this interview. It was great to learn more about what it's like to be from the land down under and hear about her Australian roots. Thank you listeners for tuning into the show. We hope you'll join us for another episode coming soon. As a new podcast, we'd really appreciate it if you left us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or any other podcast player of your choice. It would really help us out and spread the word of the wonderful stories of our guests. Thank you again for tuning in and we'll catch you next time.